Hi, I'm Sarah Hymanson. I'm one of the chefs and owners of Kismet in Los Angeles. And hi, I'm Ileana. We're here in Los Angeles, California, and this is Kismet, and I am the sous chef. Um, we here at Kismet, are we serve food that is meant to be shared, that is full of vegetables, lots of flavor, lots of spices, lots of acidity. We really want the dining experience to feel communal. We hope that people come in here and don't realize that they've just ordered an all vegetarian meal. We draw inspiration from a lot of different cuisines, but I would say that there's more of a Middle Eastern Mediterranean bent to a lot of the food than anything else, but it's uh, very much a California vegetable focused, California produce driven restaurant. I think that I always want my food to be, almost always want my food to feel vibrant and fresh and full of herbs and full of spices. And I never shy away from fat, but sometimes there are moments when I wanna eat really simple, clean, steamed vegetables where I'm just thinking about how delicious a kabocha squash is or how delicious kale is with almost no salt. So I think cooking in a restaurant, people really want powerfully flavored foods especially when you're eating it with like buttery rice, like we, we serve here. But I don't think that always has to be the case. Sometimes I just want to eat a macrobiotic plate of food. <laughs> but here at Kismet, we really do serve a lot of very bright, spiced, very powerfully flavored foods. I was a very young, very militant vegetarian child. And as soon as I could give up meat, I did. Luckily, my family didn't eat very much meat, so it wasn't a, a big transition. I was a vegetarian from as early as I can remember until I started cooking professionally when I was 19. And I was working at a restaurant that got in whole animals, sourced incredibly well from the New York, mostly, area. And I was feeling very serious about being a cook and I figured if there's a time to try meat, this is the time and I wanna learn as much as I can. And so I started eating meat a little bit then. I've eaten meat for the past 17 years, but I don't eat very much. I don't buy very much from my house and if I do, I buy only very, very, very lovely stuff from the farmer's market, but I eat mostly vegetables at home. Kismet, we had a, a sandwich shop, a falafel shop, my partner and I in the Grand Central Market that we opened seven years ago. It's now closed, but when we opened it, it was all vegetarian. We later added on a chicken sandwich because we felt like we needed to for the market because even though we feel like a fully vegetarian meal is a, is a fully satisfying meal, I still find that not everyone feels that way. So we opened that, we added on a little bit of meat and Kismet here is not entirely vegetarian, but it's very important to us that someone could come in and have an entirely vegetarian meal without much work. So we are vegetable focused with some meat. I moved here from Chicago like four years ago. I feel like moving here to California, there's definitely more of a shift. And that was like kind of like a cool challenge to, to get, especially working here at Kismet. Like, how we're so vegetable focused and just trying to make like those vegetables shine by like accompanying them with stuff. 
But I definitely feel like our customer base, especially here at Kismet, is very vegetable vegan focused. So I definitely feel like it might not be all over the country, but I do feel like definitely here moving in California has definitely changed that shift, at least me and my cooking career so far. I would say preservation, preservation, preservation. It's like fermenting, curing, all that stuff. Like people did that like in the Midwest, like along, you know, years, years ago, because they just had to simply per preserve their food. But I think that's definitely going to be the best way for people in the Midwest to get more vegetable focus because they could take stuff that's in season from like the summer and then move it along to the fall. You know what I mean? So I definitely think that preservation will definitely be that key. I think it's important that we not try to cover up the flavor of vegetables. When you taste a delicious celery root, it doesn't need all that much. When you can't get a delicious celery root, it perhaps requires a little bit more work, but not that much more. You know, a, a, not a very nice steak also requires more work than a delicious steak. So I think we need to think about vegetables in a more holistic way, not as sides, and more about the flavor of each vegetable. Ileana was talking about brining yeah. and salting. Mm -hmm. And we do a lot of, we think a lot about even seasoning. I think I mean, seasoning, as everyone in culinary school knows, is about the most important thing you can do. So we do a lot of, um, you know, before we cook 10 pounds of carrots, we season it by weight and we mix salt into the whole batch. We give it a minute and let it absorb in an even way, like, like someone might pre-season a chicken or a steak. Mm -hmm. We do that same thing with vegetables. We do that with cauliflower, we do that with carrots, eggplant, potatoes. Yeah, with like almost everything. A lot of things. We yeah, really like think cauliflower, hard. Cauliflower, yeah. salted too. We were doing it with green beans. Yeah, we were doing that. So yeah, definitely seasoning is a very important aspect just like how you would season like how sarah said like season a steak it's like you're treating the vegetable with that same respect as you would like a dry aged steak you know it's been interesting to see the rise of beyond meat it's like meat substitute products while i don't think that they're the healthiest option or the best for the world i do think it's better than eating commodity beef if you're in the Midwest. So I think that there is there is a more nationwide acknowledgement that perhaps we should be shifting away from so much large scale, again, commodity beef or meat. And that is positive, even though I think it's not the healthiest option. And I really think people should be more focused on eating whole food that's sourced well. And we can't really sustain our practices from before. So I, and the cost of meat has really gone up in the past few years. So I think some people will be forced to make different decisions. So really we just need the government to subsidize the right things <laughs> and not the wrong ones. What has me excited about cooking like for the future is that like, I am gonna bring back preservation because I have seen like a lot of chefs that I follow that have been doing more preservation, like when it comes to like products that they use or like, especially here in California, there's so much great products to preserve. And I just feel like that younger chefs will hopefully catch on to that. And then 
hopefully it could be something that like if the young chefs catch on to that to like preserving and doing all this stuff then hopefully it could be something that could be brought into like a normal home and then people could use vegetables more on a daily basis in that way or maybe just like by educating people too like hey this mushroom could taste like a steak and be like there's definitely stuff that i've done here like this for staff meal where like i'll make a meat-based dish for some people but i know for our vegetarian and vegan employees like we have another dish that i'll make it'll basically be the same thing but one with vegetables one with meat and sometimes i'll even like the vegetable one better be like so i hopefully feel like for the future that chefs and just everyone all around could catch on to that and just know that vegetables can be great you just have to take that extra time Vegetables are not a substitute for meat. Vegetables no. are delicious on their own. Like they could shine on their own. I think that's a lot of what we try to do here is just make all the vegetables and like vegetables, fruits, produce, just like shine on their own. And then we just like accompany them with something else that complements it. Yeah, like definitely deeper flavor opportunities. Like on the eggplant dish in the condiment, there's preserved mandarin. So it's not just like a fresh squeezed mandarin. It's just like a deeper mandarin flavor because it just like aged in salt for a couple months you know what i mean from an economic perspective we make vinegar with all of our persimmon scraps mm -hmm. we make what else do we make we make like fermented lunchbox peppers that like end up going into a sauce and that like deepens the flavor of whatever we put it into like sometimes we'll even just have like fermented uh serranos that are in there and i'll just use it for staff meal and then you know fry some cauliflower, toss it in that fermented sauce, and it really takes it up to another level than just adding like sauteed serranos to it. Okay. Especially in a lot of French technique, there is adding a layer of meat, of like uh, meat stock to a sauce to bring umami in, into that sauce. And I, preservation in different ways, fermenting of a mushroom, blending that up, adding a spoonful of that to a sauce could provide just as much or more rich, interesting flavor than a, a basic you know, beef stock could. So it's really important that, I, that people are, that culinary students are learning how to do all of these things so that they have that in their arsenal, in their toolbox, so that so that when they're thinking about how to make a complex sauce for a mushroom, they're not just thinking, oh, I have to add meat to this in order for it to be delicious because you don't need to add meat to things in order to make it delicious. Or bacon. Or bacon. <laughs> it's delicious, but it's, it's not necessary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can smoke some mushrooms and fry them up and, and that can give you everything that you might want yeah. from bacon. It's just like that extra challenge that you have to give yourself to like create that flavor, but just try not to use meat. Sarah grew up eating mostly vegetables and I didn't. So especially coming from like more of a meat eater family, like my, my parents are Mexican, like coming from a Hispanic household, like everything is cooked with meat. And it's just really nice to like come to a place like this and have that challenge to like make vegetables taste as good as it would have with meat. And it's definitely something that like, I love to introduce to my family to be like, hey, like you could have this broccolini and it tastes really good. Like it doesn't have to be like meat on a tortilla, but you know what I mean?
definitely my perspective has changed because I just realized how good vegetables can be. And like I said, like taking that respect, like as you would with a dry steak and just treating the vegetable or whatever produce you get with the same respect as you would with meat that would be like more expensive. Um, I think it's definitely something that I've gained in my career and definitely want to keep it going forward. We're so privileged here, even in comparison to New York, Produce is much more expensive on the East Coast. We, we are very, very lucky. We have such a huge amount of access, but I think it's like a reframing of what is delicious, what is satisfying. 